Thanks for tuning in again, everybody. We're back with your favorite podcast, Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. So, Luca Nation, you, you know, uh, we're making a big push for two things that we think you guys are going to really, really enjoy. One is Clubhouse. Clubhouse gives you access to people like Darren Ravel, Adam Lefko, Jeremy Padauer, Buster, people that are influencing the market, whether it comes to uh, NFTs, Pokemon, sports cards, and the education throughout that. I'd actually argue the biggest influencer is uh, right here on video with me, Mr. Cage Lawyer, and you're going to get a chance to speak with him shortly or hear him shortly. The second is Top Shot. Top Shot is the talk of the town, and I don't know if you guys are on Twitter, but every day new NBA players are like, wow, that's an amazing moment. Terry Rozier just tweeted, hey, you guys need to get my game winner as a moment. So why we're doing so many you know, episodes on Top Shot is just because it's so relevant. You know, We've never had athletes so intertwined with culture. And I think today we're seeing that more than ever, specifically with NFTs and Top Shot. And the episode that's going to follow is where Cage jumped in. Uh, he was in a clubhouse room with Lefko, Ravel, and many others. And they were talking about Top Shot and, you know, if it's here to stay, what they're seeing, etc. So without further ado, Cage, I'll bring you in. This is going to be a quick little preview to the episode that you did yep. on Saturday. Do you remember, you know, some of the conversation? Was there anything that you wanted to elaborate on that you didn't get a chance to? Yeah, I mean, listen, we, it's funny because before Top Shot was even in anyone's brain, you know, we're, we're now talking about it a lot. You know, we had, um, you know, we had, remember Giannis posted pictures of his collection and then the, the LeBron card, you know, sold and LeBron posted that he owned those cards himself. And that was huge news that, wow, these, these guys actually have their own cards. Well, over the last 48 hours, there has been nonstop action. Josh Hart opening up packs of top shot terrence ross opening up a packs asking for his moments terry rosier saying that his game winner should be made into a top shot moment top shot this um jj reddick involved spencer dinwiddie sent a, a tweet today saying that he wants his uh his salary paid in bitcoin but his bonuses paid in top shot which is just i mean th that kind of interaction with the actual players i mean these guys First of all, they have the money that if they wanted to buy their own stuff, which a lot of them, it sounds like they do, they could really move the market. Um, but more importantly, you didn't see this kind of engagement with the tangible physical cardboard that you're seeing with this top shot. Um, and I know the players associations involved with it. There's probably, you know, a fiscal component to it as well, but why we're bringing this episode the way we are today is because the clubhouse, which we're on Thursday, eight o'clock Eastern time, come join us um that we just were on we just jumped into a, a clubhouse also who was players in the market talking about whether or not this is something that would catch whether or not it was something that had staying power and why it might and why it won't um and you talk about darren Ravel, you talk about adam lefko you're talking about you know um the team behind dapper um who came up with you know top shot and it was just it was definitely a, a good fun conversation so um you know in it what's funny about it is i don't know whether or not the people who are taking the anti position 
would be as strong because it's only a couple days old and everybody who was involved in Top Shot when this was going on, their portfolios have like doubled or tripled since in value. <laughs> so the naysayers are probably looking back at this conversation and saying, wow, I probably should have jumped in um, you know, when I could have. But before we jump over to it now, as far as like plays go, um, it's really funny. Um, a smart guy who calls himself Andrew Goldberg uh, a couple weeks ago told me that he compares series two to like prism, you know, and he compares the series one stuff to like exquisite. Um, and it's funny because there are cycles to everything. And right now top shot, I believe is going through that prism base silver cycle. And the newest stuff is the series two stuff. And it is flying. It's flying at all levels of, of, of cards, all levels of moments from the lowest to the highest because it's the easiest to attain. It's the price point that's most attainable. Um, and while there's been some growth in the series one stuff, it has not been as uh, much of a multiple. And I think what's gonna wind up happening is you're gonna see people start to move from those um, series two prisms and silver prisms into that quality stuff that we like to call that flight to quality into the series one. It's already started, but oh, those series one, you know, they haven't gone 10 X over the last three days, like the series two have, but I think that's probably where you, you can potentially look. And I hope the guys who are listening to this, I hope there's a few, a few of you out there who bought those Kobe whites for three bucks. Cause uh, you know, the, at the time we started recording this, like they were 80. So three to 80 is not bad. Although I'm not going to brag because I could have told you to buy any one and they would have multiple. <laughs> so so, so just a little education. So like you, in theory, the stock market is what's called an efficient market, right? Because there's so many buyers and sellers in theory, this isn't always accurate that they should find the right price for an item. However, top shot is in what I think is called an inefficient marketplace, right? There's a ton of buyers and sellers nonstop. Uh, but there's not, they're not always educated. They're not always making the right place. So something we saw that was just craziness was a Kawhi Leonard moment out of series two, both series two. There's two series two moments from just about every player, maybe excluding some. Some are out of 7,500, others are out of 15,000. Both LE Top Shot announced that. Some moments out of 15,000 are approaching, if not the same price as the moment out of 7,500. So that to me is kind of crazy, right? Uh, that doesn't make sense. I think over time that will play itself out. Another moment that that applies to is the Zion moment. So the Zion moment out of 7,500 isn't as flattering as the Zion moment out of 15,000 where he just, he, he does a quick jab step and just yams on the guy. So I think there's an element of that to it. So if you guys are looking for some buying opportunity, take a look and see where there's not the right arbitrage between a 75,000 and a 15,000 moment. Yeah, that Kawhi one this morning, I was looking at it, and the one that's out of 7500 was $245, and the one that's out of fifteen was $248. Um, I think a lot of it is the more flattering moment. You're right, layup versus dunk, but the 15000 was $248, and the one that's 7500 which there's half as many of, was 245 It was $3 less for one that there's half as many of. That To me, that doesn't really make much sense, and that will fix. It remains to be seen whether that means that the uh, – the, um, the lower pop one's going to go up or the higher, higher pop one's going to go down. So I think you might see a little bit of both. So anyway, Luca Nation, stay tuned. Enjoy the episode that's coming up right after this. It's right from the clubhouse. I think it was Saturday or Sunday. Lefko, Darren Ravel, and Cage. And join us this Thursday. We're going to be doing kind of a coffee with Cage episode on clubhouse. Love you guys.
So it's going to be interesting. I think something that Dapper has right now that they didn't have a month ago was, you know, they're, they're fundraising right now. Perhaps they give the NFL a cut of the business or allow them to buy in. That's what's different from a month ago where I would have told you, yeah, no chance they get the NFL the way the NFL cares about cash. But, you know, now that they are the business that they are, I think through giving equity or offering equity in the business, I think an an NFL deal goes down sooner rather than later. They also have UFC already, guys. You know, so they already have a licensing deal in place with UFC. UFC will be next. And that'll that'll really go great with Top Shot. Um, So you know how it works. Is that Cage? Yeah, my man. Clubhouse? Yeah, my man. What's up, let's go. versus Ravel. Cage, Ravel, Cage has been. Hey, why? Why does everyone want to make a fight? Why does everyone want to book a fight these days? Yeah, I agree with you, man. I don't want to fight with you. I'm a lover. I want to give you a big hug. Versus Ravel versus PFT. (laughs) Yeah, let's let's tokenize it. NFT on the way. So that. So it's funny you say that. Let's tokenize it. So I was in a clubhouse last night, and Logan Paul jumped in. Right. How you doing? And and he was he was he was. NFTing everything. They were coming up with an M- NFT, Amazon for NFT, you name it. And I got to tell you guys, look, so Cage Lawyer, that's the name. It's on everywhere. What I love about Top Shot and the NFT world is it's the most transparent thing in the world. You guys want to know what I own in Top Shot? Go type Cage Lawyer into Intangible, you'll see. And when you do that, you're going to say, wow, this guy, he's, he smoked the crack. He's a believer. But I'm not. I don't want to say I agree with Ravel because a lot of times we don't. I think that the, the, the Dwayne Johnson tuna fish card is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. But obviously, <laughs> obviously I'm wrong about that. <laughs> so so I, I'm ready to admit when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I mean, Deshaun Watson wants one, right? He's got one. So obviously I'm an idiot. But I, there are, I have some serious reservations about it. But, but Top Shot, NFTs, it's clearly a train I want to be on instead of one I want to be standing in front of. Right? Cage, and I can I, tell. Listen, yeah, go for it. Hey, yep. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on transparency. Yep. I think now, now, now the question is, is it real transparency, yes, right? Like, like the one thing that's key here is that, you know, like your name is associated with it. Roham, like Roham, who's, who's behind Top Shot. Everyone's like, oh man, he owes, he owns $6 million worth of Top Shot. This could be a big controversy. Guess what? It's under the name Roham. Like, it's not like it's like one, four, five, seven, three, two, one. So like a lot of what's yep. going on now in cards for sure is like, well, what do you own? You're pumping it yep. up. What do you own? And now it's yep. like, yes, transparency is big in that in that regard. I, I, yep. I completely agree with you. And everybody, listen, everybody wants to be on the next thing, right? And that's, you know, the FOMO is the biggest thing driving this hobby. It's the craziest thing in the world, right? So, so anybody who's looking at Gary V's Twitter right now, and sees him doing little doodles of pigs and platypuses, and I think he did a Lefko <laughs> doodle the other day, and whatever the hell else he's doing, you are an absolute moron if you don't know what he's doing. Those are going to be NFTs in six months, guys. That's what he's doing, right? So, so he'll be on it. Logan Paul's doing NFTs with his next Pokemon break. I mean, everyone's, every artist is doing this. You got Sotheby's selling NFT art. Uh, the Golden Auction has a Giannis top shot. Now, I don't know if it's going to be top shot. I have some inside info that Panini is very scared about what top shot's doing. They've reached out to some, some high-end collectors and, and money men in the, in the, in the hobby to, to revamp their blockchain. The, the way Panini did their blockchain stuff is stupid. They want to do a top, uh, top shot competitor. Wow. I, wish, so, I wish you were on like 10 minutes ago when yep. I was literally just talking about that. That's funny. Oh, see, I'm sorry, man. You know, so I, 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 I can hang up. 
I can get off because if if Lefko has already said everything that I'm gonna say, no, 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 I don't, no, I don't no, want to no, bore no, the room. Uh oh. And, and I hate that we're us that are talking a lot, but Cage, what I was just saying was that the the big thing that no one's talking about is how Panini's had blockchain all this time and did it incorrectly. Oh, it was and horrible. What I was saying is 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 there there is not an experience factor with blockchain when you get a blockchain card in a pack break. It's one of the most disappointing moments. Oh, yeah. Whereas with Top Shot, it's truly a thrill to open. And so, I think that I, I think that's the, the main thing that I I think all of these blockchains need to figure out is yes, your assets are digital, but your emotion and the reactions are in the physical world. And so, so how do you create that? You are hundred percent right. And even Top Shot has lost that guy. So if the folks who are in this room, if you've got into Top Shot in the last couple of weeks, you actually missed out on exactly what Adam's talking about. All right, what, what he's talking about is that, 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 that rush of opening a pack and pulling something that's good, something that's a low-numbered card, the, the one that you wanted, right? And Top Shot has packs now, but now, now the rush is, am I going to get a pack? Am I going to be first in line to get a pack? Am I going to be in the queue at the right time? That's crap, right? I got to tell wait, you. Wait, I got, with that, with that, Cade, Cade, yeah. that. Go ahead. I'll jump in here while we're waiting for Darren. I, I think there's not <laughs> enough credit given to Top Shot that they're a Silicon Valley company. And, and anyone you ask to a T, the design, the usability of the website when it's working is it, through the roof. And, and that's important to remember, Panini isn't a Silicon Valley company. Silicon Valley companies that focus on UI, UX, they do things different. It's, it's not a secret why Facebook, Coinbase, all these companies came out of Silicon Valley because as much as they're tech guys, they also focus on the UI UX, and that's what I personally love about Top Shot. Ooh, let me add one more thing that I just realized, and I, I, I see Yash, and I don't want to take over. I know I made a moderator, which is absurd, and I appreciate you guys, Bobby, Tom, uh, John, <laughs> McConney, everybody that's letting us talk this much. I would say that yeah, one, of the things I, I, one of the things I heard a lot when I got into the hobby was people saying, uh-oh, here comes the sneakerheads. Here comes the sneakerhead culture, and they're going to take over and make it a reseller thing. And what I'm hearing Cage say, and I agree, because I, I heard, I think it was Tom talking about how he was just hoping to get in the queue. That's sneaker culture. Sneaker culture right now is yelling at your sneakers app because there are kids out there with thousands of bots that are getting the sneakers before you can. Sneaker culture is having hundreds of the newest Jordan before anybody else does because you have bots. And that's my fear for Top Shot, where, look, do I want to see video of adults knocking over old ladies at Target for a box of cards? I yeah, do you do. yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Deep down, see... you do. You do deep down. Do I... Be honest. You know, but that's... <laughs> That's my fear for Top Shot is when things are 100% digital, there can be digital ways of accumulating all of them and keeping them away and making the secondary market almost the first market. And that you're, is so scary. You're right. Let me get back because I'm, I, 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 my wife called and it got all confusing. But okay, that is exactly what I'm talking about. The rush that I get collecting memorabilia and cards comes from me kind of doing work and saying, oh my God, this is a new card. I love it. This is a piece of memorabilia. This is at an auction house that they don't realize what they have and I'm gonna steal it. That's my rush. It's not, I mean, getting the piece is nice and now I have it, but the rush is doing all the research and doing everything. Now, 
Why I love you guys. They had them both. They had it both, Darren. They had that. So I, I don't know if you were in Top Shot a month or two ago and, and Adam too. So so you have it both. So let me tell you. I have a video somewhere of it. I bought two, released one came out, right? When I started, you could actually get the packs. And that's a huge difference from right now. So Lefko, what you're talking about with the queue, the whole deal, they have to figure that out. They have to make it so that you can go on and buy a pack. Now the circulating counts of these things are going to be huge. Then there's going to be hundreds of thousands of these for people to actually be able to get on and ruin it and not have bots and the whole deal. And, and, and that's going to change the experience. But there was a point in time where you could go on there, you opened up a pack, and you're like, oh, I got the LaMelo. And look, it's a low number LaMelo. Or, oh, look, I got the LeBron, and it, it is a jersey number of LeBron. Like, there was that excitement. That's for your point. They have to figure out a way to do that again so that packs are readily available, and it's not just this marketplace with bots and the whole deal. Ravel, your point is even, is even better. Right, because it's the hunt of the marketplace is the, is the key. Right, you want to do your research and you want to find that Dwayne Johnson tuna fish card. You don't like that I have a Pele card that looks like a postage stamp. You know, you want to crap on me on Twitter, which is fine. I love you for it. We all have our own little ways of finding what we think is that diamond in the rough. You can do that on Top Shot too. Right, last week I was buying all the Luka Doncic cards. Why? Because it was sneakerheads on there, and all they knew was LeBron. And I actually do cards. And I knew that, Lebr that Luca was cheap comparatively. And Luca's gone 3x. So there's still that. There's still that way of, of, of looking for the bargains and, and you know, being able to capitalize within the marketplace as well. So I know for, I sound for, like for I'm... Me, for, me, though, for, me, for me, though, it, it's, it's that how can I be great at NFT right now? I can be great by setting up a database or setting up bots and I could be great by getting into the initial primary market. That's the way I can win. That so that that's my. It became that. You're right. Yeah. It became that. And that and that's why that's why when I'm looking at it now, I'm saying it takes away something that I I don't I I, I used to like that. I like the chase. And now all of a sudden it's like I can't get in on the ground level. And if I yeah. do, it's because I figured out something. Yeah, the I got analog you. Is, I got the you. analog is proprietary trading, right? It's like it's the same thing, right? The, the, the cook groups are already there. That's why everyone's hammering those buttons. Those guys are microsecond transactions. Like, you can't beat a proprietary trading bot. You just can't do it, and they're and they're already there. So I totally agree. It's like it, it abstracts the fun of like the the deal making fun is is no longer there if you're in digital only products. Hey guys, this is Jake. Um, but I think what we're talking about here is the same thing in cards. We're seeing the same thing where people are winning being the first to get wax. Um, but a lot of people are still having a lot of fun trying to find those deals in the marketplace. I mean, I know I'm changing my strategies from when I was collecting in the 90s. It sounds to me, and I'm not in Top Shot at all, so I'm learning a lot listening to you guys. But it sounds like the dynamics are very similar as far as what people are looking for and where people are winning. It's a great point, man. It's a great point. I mean, a year and a half ago, I could go to Target and open up uh, Prism Blaster Boxes at $20 each and get the Zion out of them, and I can't do that now because somebody beat me to it. Somebody's paying the guy out the back door. Somebody's paying the vendor. Somebody's paying the, the, the regional manager under the table. <laughs> there's a bot. There's something. So you're 100% right. It's actually a very good comparison. Dude. By the way, did, did Buster just join? Buster, you follow me from Instagram, man? What are you doing? I'm here. What's going on? I saw, <laughs> What's I saw Darren and, and Adam and everybody else in here. So what's up? What's going on? 
All right, yeah, I want to give a shout out to to Buster, but also Jake '90s B-ball cards. We got a lot of goats in here. But can I ask Tom and Jonas and Bobby, who kind of started this room? Now that we, you just heard verbal diarrhea for the last 12 minutes, <laughs> I, I'm curious not about your take on our takes, but like I'm curious about just this experience as a clubhouse talking about cards. Cause you guys were in here. Like what, like how yeah. has it been for you? I feel like you guys are always leading these rooms. So this room is interesting because Bobby started this room and we sort of banded together as sort of um, like a, a band of, a band of brothers, I guess you could say. And our goal with this room is to try and keep this open for as long as possible. Uh, we think the record right now for a clubhouse room being open is 21 days. So we're going to try and exceed that. Um, and it's just, we've all been, like, we don't know any, I didn't know Bobby before a week ago. And we sort of just all come together and, and sort of um, become friends. And we've all got mutual, like, likes and, and things that we sort of value in terms of this hobby. Um, and I mean, just one thing going back to what you were saying, Adam, is which I think is very important is the community aspect. Of, and, and Donovan as well, he's been preaching that a lot as well recently. The community aspect of Clubhouse has created a new dynamic, I feel, for which we've seen on any app you know you don't get this aspect of of um social interaction on instagram twitter or anything you, this is just so much more beneficial to have a conversation about something and just quickly pop in and ask a few questions if you're unsure on something and we just want it to be a safe space for everybody to feel like they can come in and have a conversation with us as in when it's their time and and you know band together and and grow this hobby as much as we can i think that's the main goal and the main purpose um, I'm sure, you know, Sean, he's a good friend of mine now. And I met him probably, what, five, six days ago, Sean? Very, yep. very... And we, you know, message back and forth on Instagram. We just share ideas all day. Um, and it's just a really interesting space here. Sorry, continue, Tom. No. But no, I, just one thing again, Adam, just the, the whole community aspect. I mean, running through my head now, I can already imagine sort of a platform or at least a, a YouTube channel with montages of, um, you know, potentially people just reacting like imagine seeing a twitch streamer open up you know so imagine seeing like nature or ninja or someone open up an, a top shot live on their you know on their on their twitch channel yeah, and you clip the next, it that's the next thing man that's what that's what i mean and to me that's fascinating because it's it's just you're seeing people who especially youngsters are, are idolizing opening these 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 moments and i feel like it's it's very under underappreciated and underpreached in terms so, of we're all like-minded individuals. We're all in this together and we can all be successful and, and work together towards building something better. There's, one, one, there's definitely something, Adam, sorry, Donovan, and I'll toss over. I was just going to say, there's something very isolating in the hobby and there's also that community aspect. And so there's that isolating moment where, like I know Buster has gone after like some Joe Rogan cards. And there's that moment where you go up oh, I think I've found an arbitrage. I need to shut my trap and I need to go and I need to do research and I need to go and get it. And there's that moment though, where you feel as though you've gotten the keyword here enough. And then that's when you go to your community and you go, guys, I gotta be honest. I went off on my own and I went all in on John Collins. And you know what I mean? And it's, there's that celebratory moment where people either go, oh, that's a great idea, or some people challenge you and all that. And so for me, I worry that the investor mindset, the newer collectors are coming in and everything is individual. Everything is, I'm going out, I'm getting it. And they sit there and they have no one to share it with. And 
to me, it's like after a while, those are the people I feel like 20 years, they forget the cards they have because it's like, it's only for themselves. And I, I love that. I didn't realize I was wondering why every time I came on clubhouse, this popped up right away. I didn't realize you guys had it going for this long, but I think it's in, it, it's important. I think top shot needs that too. You know, I'm not hearing a lot of people talk about their favorite moments or why they're going after LaMelo or I, and I'll tell you what I never hear. I never hear people talk about the plays. I never hear people go, man, I love that LeBron dunk on the Kings. It's crazy to me that that's like the highest selling one. And no one ever says what the Kings player's name is. And so I'm, I'm waiting for the community to be built with Top Shot, which is the number one reason that I'm reticent about really attacking it is because the only thing I ever hear is one, man, there's some smart people in it. Two, well, they got a license with the NBA. Three, I'm in early. And four, the prices keep going up. And that's the same thing I heard about Soccer Modern Prism. That's the same thing I heard about the Pokemon bump that happened and then it plummeted back down. We, we've seen, as, as Lameem James puts on Instagram, the middle finger charts, the Eiffel Tower charts. But I'm, I'm waiting for the real community to be built. And if you talk to anybody in the sneaker culture right now, I think a lot of that community is lost. One of my friends is a very high-ranking sneaker designer. And when he was a kid in New York in Tribeca, he was one of those kids that would sleep overnight in front of a store. And he became friends with, and now they're all in the sneaker world. But that doesn't happen anymore. Now you're just at home pounding away at the sneakers app complaining to yourself. And so that's, that's why I'm a little bit more bullish on cards and Top Shot, because the community of cards is your foundation. If all the big people in cards say, you know what, I'm getting out, and they sell their cards... There's enough people there to pick it up. But in Top Shot, if all the people sold right now, no one's going to pay those prices. They're just not. So that, that's just my own little rant right there. By the way, so, thanks, Lefko. That was great. We got Top Shot on the podcast today, Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. So you just gave me my intro. So thanks. That's, Love it. That's Love, it. <laughs> Love it. Love it. So guys, you just listened to a um, you just listened to a Clubhouse audio of us. And, um, you know, we hope you enjoyed that. It's a little bit different episode of us. But, uh, you know, the point there is – that there are people talking about this, right? If nothing else you take from this, this is the conversation. It's the conversation people are having on Twitter. It's the conversation people are having on Instagram. It's clearly the conversation that people are having on Clubhouse. Um, and, um, you know, if that's what everyone's talking about, it's something you should try to get into. Um, you know, if you have questions, let us know. Also, just one last thing, guys. We are quickly approaching that 5,000 followers. Hopefully we get there today, maybe tomorrow. Um, big announcement coming, giveaways, you name it. So stay tuned for that. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Luca Nation. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.